my friend. I'm feeling amazing right now, so I'm so happy to be talking to you. This is episode 13 of this new season. Three Disciplined Habits for Life, Challenges and Solutions. So I have my notes here, and I came up with three challenges in each one of these disciplines of nutrition, exercise, and attitude. You know how I say at the end of each episode, eat and drink mostly plant-based towards vegan. What I noticed here are three challenges. Number one is what are other people eating around me? And that got me thinking. It's like most students are having trouble finding the way to eating more plant-based when their family, their friends, their their neighbors, I would say, their community and their partner, you know, mostly the people who live with them are eating otherwise, <laughs> not plant-based, you know, and I get it because it's such a difficult challenge I had while growing up as well because I wanted to eat differently from what everybody else ate in my family. So the solution that I consider most effective is to really eat what you want no matter what. Now, how do we do this? (laughs) Is that, well, other people may be eating something that may be like your default. It may be very easy and automatic for you to keep eating donuts and processed food or just pasta and meat. I don't even like to mention it. Well, non-vegan meat and, um, you know, all the things like dairy and things that you probably are not eating anymore or not wanting to eat anymore. So it becomes difficult for one to be in a household where everything else is not really very plant-based. But I think it is possible once you have the determination and in order to eat what you want no matter what i think that you can prepare foods ahead of time there's so many recommendations that i would give you specifically because each person is a different case yet you know in general i would say find a way to have your own food prepared in the fridge in the freezer in the pantry maybe it's just ingredients that you bring home that are normally not used Like maybe you want to use whole wheat flour in your bread. Maybe you want to add more bran, more flaxseed. Maybe you want to eat carrots and beets and not so much um, maybe processed pasta. And then you want to buy, let's say, whole wheat pasta. Okay, this is just an example. It could be that in your house they eat a lot of fried things. So you may want to ask the person who's cooking or maybe yourself, hey, let's leave some of those, whether potatoes or platanos, just uncooked, which is one of the things that I always ask. It's like, please don't fry those. Those are for me. So I would find a way to either bake them or boil them or just eat them raw because I love raw food and I believe it's the most nutritious for the most part. You know, it's very rare that we can say, hey, let's say carrots, they might have more beta-carotene available when they're a bit cooked, like, you know, very high temperatures, like in a saute. And that's very debatable, and we could find more data about that. The point is that whether you like it raw or cooked in a different way that's not fried, you'd have to make a different effort, okay, as you had been doing before. It's like it really takes... I think guts and that disciplined mind to actually go for what you want 
seriously, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy for most of us, but you can do it. You know, if I can do it, you can do it too. (laughs) Okay, let's go with challenge number two when it comes to eating and drinking plant-based towards vegan. This is what I've noticed. What's being sold in the media affects us all, okay? And right now, it seems like everybody's gravitating towards something that's super high in plant. Oh, I wish it was all plant. Uh, I may be wrong because there's more and more vegans every day. I don't know the stats in this moment. We could find them. But certainly, there's a lot of trends, for instance, on YouTube where I go on a lot and I just see all these people, whether they're professionals or not, telling people to eat all these animals that are dead animals and just uh, animal-derived whatever and processed food even. So, I mean, you really have to discern and think, I mean, is this good for me? Taste it, maybe for a few seconds, but, you know, for a taste, you're going to practically, possibly go against what health goes and longevity because I think that what's being sold in the media is actually wrong about health and longevity. I mean, it's not meat-based. It's plant-based. What has kept civilizations for thousands and thousands of years reproducing, being healthier, developing, evolving, And so, you know, I'm so sorry about that movement that maybe gets you distracted into thinking that keto is best. Of course, we could do something keto, even vegan, okay? So eating more fats is not a problem, but preferably I would tell you, I would urge you, and I would really, really offer for you to start eating more fats that come from nuts, okay? From seeds, from avocado, from coconut even, you know, a long time ago when I studied nutrition, they said coconut was bad because it was saturated fat, but we have been uh, doing the research and definitely coconut oil is one of the best things you can eat forever and for so many benefits, okay? But back to the focus on the challenges, I also found that our own thought errors keep us from getting to where we want to go, which is eating more plant-based, Okay. And those thought errors could be, oh, they're not going to like me if I eat differently, or I don't have time to prepare something special for me, or I'm not worth this food that I know is more nutrition and high quality. And I would challenge all those thought errors, okay? You do have the time. You do deserve that food. And does it really matter if people don't like you or criticize you or say, oh, Whatever. I mean, some people say silly things. I can't. I think they're they're kind of silly. I'm. I don't get offended very often, or, nor frequently. Thank God. I think I've learned that from coaching, of course. <laughs> but seriously, it's like they they can say whatever. I'm still gonna eat my delicious food and my delicious chocolate cake. And no, it's not made with avocado. Even though some people make fun of it, no, the the frosting is made with avocado. Um, but you know, it's just finding regular ingredients and eating the most delicious foods, whether the sweets, because I'm a sweet tooth, but yeah, anything goes when it comes to eating plant-based because, you know, pizza, pasta, burgers, everything can be plant-based and so delicious and so economical as well. So always challenge your thought errors. And what we do in coaching is that, you know, we actually go through the whole model, well, that, um, 
is how we call it at the life coach school, but you just analyze the thoughts that are driving those decisions that are automatic and maybe not what you want. And then, you know, we stay in that awareness, but also we start shifting our thoughts towards something way more productive, like I can do this. Okay. I have my own plan and this is my plan. So no matter what other people think, this is what I'm doing. Or no matter how others um, may be eating, this is what I want. This is what we're doing. So it's challenging that primitive brain of yours and ours and mine, because we all have it, and saying, okay, I get it. We've done that before. It's easy route to just be eating whatever everybody else is eating, you know, but I don't want to do that anymore. So we're going to go step by step and, you know, with kindness, compassion, curiosity, and seriously uh, honoring yourself which is what I like to do with myself it's like I honor myself and therefore I pick the best nutritious foods and drinks that actually nourish me and make me feel good not just now but for life okay and those are ideas and just many thoughts you could go back to my last episode in which I shared with you some of the thoughts that help us be healthier you know it's like seriously empowering yourself through your own thoughts, talking to yourself and talking yourself into actually doing what you want to do for the long run, okay? Okay, when it comes to exercising or as I like to say, move around more, get physical, the challenges I've found are, for instance, not enough time. Don't we all complain about that? It's like, oh, not enough time. And I think the most direct solution is actually prioritizing your mobility, prioritizing your body, prioritizing your exercise time, whether it's to go to the gym, to the park, to just work with a trainer at home or wherever you like to go or with your partner or with your friends. I mean, whatever you want to do as exercise and movement, for instance, I want to jump rope. And I said, I'm going to prioritize jumping rope this week. I haven't started. I just jumped on the trampoline for a bit today. So I'm not there yet. But the good thing is that I know that I will do it because I make myself a priority. And I make my exercise and just mobility, just like stretching all the time. Even posture. Even right now as I'm sitting, this is part of my movement. Okay? Oh, why am I using these? Uh, excuse me. Okay, you can hear the chair that I'm moving. Okay, because now I'm switching sides. It's not really good to be sitting in the same way all the time. So be mindful of your posture. And as I told you, I am modifying my posture for a more feminine, whole woman posture because of the thing that I told you about. Okay, so go back to my previous episode. So this, this is number, what, 13? So that would be episode number 11 about my errors in posture thanks to obviously the education that I got and sometimes we have to get uneducated you know it's like untrained or unlearn certain things that we knew before but definitely posture when I walk let's say now I'm wearing heels so I have to be really mindful I'm also uh, putting a watermelon on my head I know it sounds crazy but it's one of the most important things that I can do I'm not kidding, to to understand this new posture, which is actually natural for me. And so maybe you're a man listening to me, don't pay too much attention to this. This goes mostly for women who have lost their natural curves because they were trying to conform to certain 
um, practices, including ballet, where they told me to tuck my butt in. Okay, so you can imagine. And what um, the whole woman concept is about is really regaining it, okay? So that's just an example when it comes to posture. It may be that you have terrible posture and you are using a phone like I'm using right now, but you're looking down on it and you have like a slouch posture. And so be aware of that posture, okay? And I've told you many ways. In fact, in my YouTube videos, I show you many fun ways to use the phone while sitting on a ball, while sitting on the floor, using the ball to put the phone on. So there's many ways to have great posture, whether you're sitting, standing, walking, and even jumping and dancing and whatever you do. And I'm not recommending heels, by the way, because I know there's some mobility people saying that is the worst thing you can do. And I believe that yes, us women can wear beautiful heels, really tall ones if we want. Uh, how much are these or how long? Uh, one, two, these are like three inches or four inches. Some are, are higher and I'm not wearing heels all the time, but for me, it's a practice of femininity, a pra practice of feminine fitness. By the way, I created a new page on coffee. Uh, ko slash fi dot com slash feminine fitness in case you're interested in looking at that that's for men for the most part i mean i just keep creating and i just love being in feminine and i consider that high heels are really elegant and i like to be classy so that's something personal a personal choice that i have and i'm very responsible for my own movements when i am walking or jogging or <laughs> jogging i'm exaggerating but sometimes i'll be walking even from one place to the other and i'll be hurried so i'll be basically running in heels i do that sometimes i'm not recommending you do that necessarily okay but i do think it's a personal choice just like anything else so the challenge is finding enough time you always have time as long as you make time for it let's make time for exercise and mobility that's the point number two the challenge about moving around more is that sometimes people don't know what to do Sometimes we're confused. We're like, uh, should I do cardio or resistive or flexibility? There's so many, so many options, even at the gym. It's like, you don't know what to do. So you're like, okay, I'll just get on the treadmill and figure it out. And that's, that's understandable, okay? Because there's so much information, too much information, and much of it is flawed, in my opinion, about everything. Just like I told you about kegels that I had learned in a, in a specific way and they don't work for, for my condition, which is getting better all the time, and which is one of the reasons that I'm so happy and grateful and in the moment right now of joy and, and gratitude. Again, <laughs> gratitude is something that I love to practice. Yes, and we're in the discipline of, let me read here because I have my notes, okay? I could go on and on about discipline, but seriously, we're talking about the discipline of exercise, and I consider the challenge of, of not knowing what to do is, is a way to sabotage ourselves, is a way to stand in our own way. We stand in our own way when we make it confusing. It's not confusing. Hey, kids and, and, uh, and youngsters and I don't know, I, I don't like to say older people, but you know, no matter what age you are, it's like movement is natural for our bodies. So let's get natural with it. Sometimes it's just a matter of taking our shoes off and just woo, walking on the sand at the beach, wherever you like to go to the mountain, be natural. It's like, what does your body tell you? Your body tells you to move. Put on some nice music and you're going to feel like dancing. So it's like use your body even to feel your body talking to you and saying, yeah, let's go, let's move. 
I don't think any of our bodies actually want to stay sitting, even though I decided to sit to focus because uh, I move around sometimes a little too much. But seriously, it's like you can do it. You can always know what to do and decide, okay? This is something important. Even when you don't know what to do, let's say you don't have a trainer, you don't have a plan yet, which I can help you with, by the way, but you're just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Maybe I should just lift weights or maybe I'll do yoga or maybe a combination, but you don't know which combination is best for you and you only have one hour, three times a week. It all depends, of course, on how much time you're gonna allot to this priority. But definitely don't be confused. Just make a decision and say, I'm just going to walk today. Okay, great. You're going to walk half an hour? Okay, fantastic. And that's what you did. And then maybe the next day you won't be confused. You'll say, okay, I already walked. Maybe he, today I'm going to do something different. And I'm going to do some different type of cardio. I'm going to do cardio kickboxing in the class. Or I'm going to follow a video. Okay? And another day you're going to say, no, 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 I feel like doing some bars and doing some strength training and calisthenics. And that's cool because then you start experimenting, which is something that we can do in fitness, we can do in business, we can do in dating. It's really to, to try different things and different possibilities and then you'll get to what you really want and what really resonates with you. Because, because I believe that everything is in your own self in your own mind in your own heart and you already know what to do you already know what you want okay so let's not get confused let's all always 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 make a decision to just do it do it do it do it all right and number three when it comes to a challenge of moving around and getting physical is the past habits of being sedentary i consider that because we haven't moved around too much. Let's say I didn't exercise at all last week or for a week I didn't, which is also true. And my mind wants to go to a place in which, oh, whatever, not worth it anymore. I failed. I didn't do that right. I didn't exercise. Uh, now it's all or nothing. It's like you didn't do that. You didn't do it. <laughs> in my case, I gave myself some time to heal. I wanted to take some time um, to not exercise too much. It's just, you know, focus on posture. So I did some movements. But in your case, it may be that you had too much work and you were actually sitting and sitting for long hours. But just because we've been sedentary, either for hours, days, weeks, or months, or even years, that is no excuse for us to just keep sitting. I consider it's the best moment to get up and say, okay, that's okay. My past does not define my future. And the solution is precisely that. Let's not let our past habits define our new habits. And when it comes to staying positive, focusing on the thoughts that drive us towards our dreams, what I've detected in my experience is that one of the most important challenges is what and who you surround yourself with. Whether we are actually the average of the five people or nine people we <laughs> associate with, I'm not too sure. I mean, we could attribute that to Robert Kiyosaki and other people when it comes to business. But, you know, who is in your mind most, most of the time? I guess we are in our minds. And what are we telling ourselves? Because it's easy to blame other people, but really... 
Sometimes it's our own negative thoughts and negative thinking that maybe we've picked up from others, of course, or our upbringing, or maybe our culturization of precisely blaming everything and everyone and not assuming responsibility for our lives. <laughs> so it's like, okay, this is the solutions that I consider important is to pick your relationships and your connections very carefully because they are definitely going to determine um, our, oh my gosh, I was talking about, I had, I have this, excuse me, I, I wrote down some notes, but I'm combining two at a time. So uh, the challenges are what and who you surround yourself with. And number two is negative thoughts from your own primal mind. And then the third one is the daily stressors, okay, that we all have. Now, the solutions in this case, let's go with one, is to just when it comes to people, decide who you want to talk to, who you want to talk to on the phone, who you want to text, who you want to have a relationship with, who you want to see in person, who you want to date, who you want to love, who you want to live with. I mean, that is so important. And we are taught to just do that according to society and norms and sometimes just default, I would say. But anyway, it's like we do have the power of deciding if we want to be around certain people and certain conversations that are not necessarily productive and not necessarily allowing us to be positive. So I do think that in that case, it's external and therefore, externally speaking, we've got to decide who we want to be with. And sometimes it's everybody online. Sometimes in my case, I have so many people in my personal life and uh, private life that I don't really talk about that much that are amazing, but not necessarily the people who are helping me go for my dreams, in which case I have coaches and I also have lots of connections online, whether Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, I have um, internet connections of other sorts like Zoom, And, you know, I talk to a lot of people on DMs, on Instagram, and even on TikTok. It's like I find people who are more like who I want to be. And the positive people that I like are in that online world. And you might think it's not true or it's not real, but it is. I consider our, our let's say, our <laughs> proximity could be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and they don't have to be here. You could even talk to your deceased ones, like my dad uh, who passed. Uh, he's in heaven. He's in another plane. It's like, I believe that I'm very much connected to my dad, and my dad is super positive. So I tend to, to always connect as much as possible with, with people who are at least not um, going against my dreams or something like that which seems, right? It's also a, our perception, and that's a very inter interesting topic. <laughs> anyway, I'm being as brief as possible on each one of these because I decided to do three challenges, three solutions. So number two solution when it comes to the discipline of staying positive and focusing on the thoughts that drive us towards our dreams, it's not just uh, putting that on other people because even if we like other people because they're positive, that doesn't mean that they're going to be encouraging us and it's not their job, which is something that I've learned recently, okay? What is important when it comes to the second challenge is the negative thoughts from our primal mind is no matter who's around you, because sometimes we can't avoid certain people. Let's say we go to a, 
a reunion and there's some people that we don't necessarily really like, but we can still think thoughts that are positive or constructive or at least not destructive about them. And the less negative thoughts we think about other people, the better we feel. So it's all about our primal mind and actually mastering that primitive brain of ours that usually goes to the default negativity of finding faults in everything and everyone. Again, I'm telling you this because I think that I believe it. I I work with it. And, you know, sometimes we think that other people are in our way. But even if that were the case, you can, of course, delete relationships and you can block people in, in some cases. But for the most part, it's about really becoming aware of what comes up in our own brain. And, you know, um, I said mastering, it's like dominating it. It's like, you know, when I say master your high vibe on my podcast title, yes, it's like, you know, we know that comes up. We know those thoughts that are not really great nor fun. It's those thoughts that make us feel like, ugh. For instance, something that you don't like about you, like, I don't like it when I get mad at certain people or when I don't like certain people. So, you know, I, I encourage my, my brain to understand that, okay, it's valid to think those thoughts and I may be right and those thoughts may be correct about certain things and certain people because, you know, they did certain things that are not good, yet I have the possibility of actually mastering my own brain of mine and yours too. Well, you master yours, I master mine, okay? I can't master yours even if I were your coach because you're the one who has the power of your own brain. And we're talking about the primal again, again, right? The primitive brain. But let's talk about the adult brain, okay? Let's talk about the prefrontal cortex part of your brain that is actually the adult who is um, basically disciplining the kid or toddler, you know? So if the primal brain is a toddler with a knife, (laughs) as some coaches say, then our very smart adult higher brain takes over and says, I know you want to do something like that, but no, 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 let's take that, that knife away, okay? We're not doing that right now. We're not going to go, we're not going to go against our own will. We're not going to go against our own goals and dreams. Uh, today, we're not going to overeat. We're not going to be, um, let's say, smoking. We're not going to be drinking or doing too much of shopping or, or porn or whatever it is, uh, whatever your your favorite way of buffering is. It's like you really decide, hey, we're not doing that today, even though it may come up with those ideas. So uh, definitely you have the power. You can totally, seriously slow your thinking and redirect your mind which brings me to the attitude part of the third challenge which is the daily stressors so what do we usually get stressed about things that we can't control things that happen in the world things that are really not not fair like a friend of mine died and she was killed and that not only got me super sad But it's like, damn, I can't believe this shouldn't have happened. And so, you know, obviously it stressed me up. I can't believe how much stress the family has had with all this situation. And so something that you can't do much about, or maybe you're stressed because of the traffic. You're stressed because because somebody is doing something that is annoying you. You're stressed because, 
you know, you have so much work and you'd rather go swimming or you'd rather go dancing or you'd rather go sailing. <laughs> I mean, whatever stress that you have, sometimes I get stressed because of certain people. I, I really can't stand their attitudes or I can't stand certain ways. It's like, oh, you know, and then I'm learning and this would be my recommendation of a solution is to see things differently. It's like, Oh, well, that's just how they behave. Let them be, Monica. <laughs> Let them be who they are. And you go about your day. You keep doing your thing. And and that's it. Because, you know, it's not under, under your control. Even if you want to help them to to not yell, to not scream, or or to not complain, it's not up to you. In my case, okay, when I see that. And you let me know how I can help you. What is stressing you? What is getting in your way, according to this? Let me know. DM me. This is me. Yeah. So in summary, it's all about mastering our own mind, our own emotions and actions so that they help us and not hinder us. And so remember, eat and drink mostly plant-based towards vegan. You can do it. And I showed you how. Number two, discipline. Yes, exercise. Move around more. Get physical. You can do it. And the third discipline that I talked about was to stay positive. So focus on the thoughts that drive you towards what you want and not what doesn't, okay? And I know it's easier said than done, but you can do it, okay? It's about choosing your thoughts, choosing your friendships, choosing your actions, and really feeling all the feelings so you don't have to buffer. And that's really important. You don't have to over drink nor overeat nor, nor do activities that are not conducive to what you want. It's really about getting back to our discipline. And since I talked about the power of discipline and that episode was popular, uh, not that I need to be popular every single episode, but I think that you may be more interested in this. So I invite you to DM me on Instagram at Monica Sancio, and I'd love to coach you. I could give you an appointment for the week after. And yes, let's Let's get going. Let's get you started. Okay. Thank you so much. Love and light. Kisses and hugs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.